0: You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about outsourcing and delegating for visionaries. For anyone listening, if you have read Rocket Fuel by Gina Wickman, you may be familiar with the concept of integrators and visionaries. And for those of you who haven't, uh, the idea is that most companies are founded, most of them, not all of them, but most are founded by visionaries, but tend to need a handy dandy person called an integrator to get shit done. Um, and then we also have some integrators that found companies as well. But oftentimes we we see visionaries that have the big ideas, the big visions for the company. Um, and but because There's so many ideas going on. We need a counterpart to get stuff done, right? Um, And I know I find myself working oftentimes with visionaries who are struggling to move the needle. And it's like, okay, well, I think you need an integrator. And then we have the lovely conversation about, well, what is an integrator? And you can have a full-time integrator or a part-time integrator, et cetera. Um, But it's really somebody who helps you get shit done. I'm really excited to have today's conversation with Jamie Munoz, the founder of Catalyst Integrators. And Catalyst Integrators is a fractional integrator company that su- provides support to visionaries on a part time basis. So, for any visionary out there who's like, Ooh, I need help, but just a little bit, listen up, right? We met in November of 2022 at the Female Integrator Mastermind Summit. And up until this point, while I was at the summer, I did not know that companies like Jamie's existed. So again, for all my visionaries out there, I'm going to do my very best to ask as many questions as I think you would want me to ask. Um, And we're going to dive into this conversation with Jamie. So welcome to Elama, Jamie. Hey, Kylie. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, Okay, so... You and your team are fractional integrators. Just to make sure that everyone listening is clear on exactly what that means, tell us a little bit about what it means to be a fractional integrator and how you typically work with visionaries for small and medium-sized businesses.
1: Awesome. Love this question. Okay. So let's break it down. Fractional, fraction of the time, right? Part-time, however much time is needed. That can be an hour or two a week or a day or two a week. Right when you start getting into kind of more of the day and a half or two day, and it starts like ticking up in time, you may need to start looking for full time. Right, so that's kind of fractional fraction of the time. Just keep that in mind. Um, Integrator, you know that's that's one of the terms specifically from the book Traction in the EOS system. It represents the COO, the second in command, you know, the right hand to the visionary or the business owner. Um, it kind of represents that dynamic, right? You've got visionary integrator come together, that puzzle piece fit. Um, you know, like you mentioned the book Rocket Fuel. Um, it talks about what that relationship looks like. So, depending on what stage you're in 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 terms of growth or where you're trying to go with your goals and what the right fit integrator is for you, um, you know, you may need help figuring that out. A lot of times, visionaries, you know, when you we you start your company or you you're in startup and you're getting things moving, you, you might be in both seats. You, mm-hmm. your brain might not be separating the fact that you're actually two different functions. Mm-hmm. You're the visionary and the integrator. Cause you're just getting shit done. You're just making things happen. Mm-hmm. But as you go and grow, you may realize, Hey, I don't like this in the day to day, or I don't like having to lead the team. You know, I just want to like do my visionary thing. And and meet people and network and come up with big ideas, right? You start realizing that that's kind of more your your jam. Well, it's scary to think, okay, I just hire a full-time second-in-command to run my company, but what does that look like? What does that mean? What do I need? So it's how do we figure out what that right fit person looks like? And and insert fractional could help you identify and give you a look at what those, those expectations should be so you know am I hiring this full-time, you know, am I hiring somebody that's also a head of operations and the integrator? Because it may not be a full-time seat or a full-time need until you grow to be a much larger organization.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, that's something that I think is really interesting about, you know, we hear fractional CFOs, fractional CMOs, um, but this term integrator is, well, as you mentioned, it could be like a fractional COO, um, but it's just, uh, it's a nice flex role. I think as everybody's looking to grow and you're not ready to make that investment in a full-time person, nor do you need it, but it gives you a lot of flexibility to make sure you're still leveling up and, you know, moving the needle. Um, so you, you touched on this a little bit, but I think it's an important thing. So I want to circle back, um, for the visionaries who are listening right now and their ears are perking up. How might they know, like a visionary or a founder, how might they know it's time to start looking for that fractional integrator? Is there like, um, you know, a a certain point in their journey or when the dollars make sense? Like when would they know? So it's, especially for our visionaries out there, it's
1: going to be very much, it's going to start with a feeling. It's going to start to feel you know what I mean? Like feel that intuition that you have and that something's telling you something of like, I feel like this is, you know, I can't keep my hands around this. Or you, you start to feel like maybe, um, I'm not living in my unique ability or my area of genius all the time. And I'm stuck in these other things, you know? Um, the other thing might be, if you have somebody that is in that integrator seat that, that you started EOS with and, they're growing and they need some support, you know, we can do coaching and mentoring and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, because you know, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're new to this system and you're new to the seat, it can be a lot. So kind of knowing that you have a focus on growth, you know, that you appreciate, um, getting help and coaching and mentorship from somebody that has been there and done it before, you know, we're not just reading the book and coming from theory we're coming from lived experience. So if you value that type of, um, support to help you get to the next level a little bit easier, you know, Mm -hmm. you can always take the journey alone and you'll have more of like the speed bumps and like the little hurdles and things to get through. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, I want to get there a little bit easier, faster, smoother, you know, with a guide with somebody to kind of like shepherd, shepherd you or Sherpa you through those things. Um, I think I, it, it's not all just, I feel like I need help, obviously, but you know, if you're looking at the intuition, point, I think right. that's a good point though. That's a, that's a big piece. Yeah. If you're looking at like your three or five year plan and you're still trying to figure out how you're going to do those things and not find the right, who's your right people to mm-hmm. do those things. You know, Dan Sullivan talks about that and who not how mm-hmm. is who is your right, who to take you there and do those things for you. Um, if you can put that hat on, it's going to get you into your unique ability, the most help you create that self-managing company that Dan also talks about and make sure that, um, you know, you're bringing in the right person to get you there and be that, that match for you, that counterbalance.
0: Yeah. And, um, Jamie, I know in the work that you guys do, you, um, we're, we're talking a lot about Gina Wickman and traction and, and the EOS model, et cetera. Now, a fractional—just to be clear—a fractional integrator can be a fractional COO to any company, whether or not they are operating on the EOS model. But your company, you very specifically focus on EOS, right? Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So So that's the distinction, right? Is the term integrator is something that's that's specific to EOS. We are also fractional COOs, right? So that's kind sure. of common yeah. common thread, but. The companies we work with are companies running on EOS or that want to run on EOS um, or at least are open to to having an operating system. You know, that's important to where, yeah. where they're ready for that.
0: Yeah. So, okay, good. Because I think that's an important um, thing for anybody listening. Like if you are running on EOS, great. If you are not running on EOS, also totally fine. This type of person can still exist to help you get to the next level. Right. Um, So Jamie, you talked about it a little bit, but again, just to get really clear on all the different roles and responsibilities um, people such as yourself take on, what are the types of things that a visionary could hope or expect for a fractional integrator or a fractional COO to kind of take off of their plate and kind of run with?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, And this kind of piggybacks into what we were just talking about with, again, the kind of the, some of those expectations of of whether you're running on EOS or not like one of the main main things that we do with all of our companies is we're looking to up level their leaders as leaders mm-hmm. right we're we're coming in to bring in tools best practices coaching all of the things that that the visionary and the leadership team need to grow them as better leaders so that's again that's Agnostic. That doesn't matter if you're EOS, non EOS, whatever. That's that's what's coming in. Is like, how do we set the foundation of like building great people? Um, some of the other um, things or expectations would be making sure that we have a clear vision for the company. So a lot of times, the visionary has it all in their own head. They're not mm-hmm. sharing it with anyone else, and then they're constantly disappointed when people make shitty decisions. And it doesn't feed into the vision that they wanted, but weird, they didn't know that that's where we should have gone.
0: You're saying that visionaries keep a lot of things in their heads and don't express it. Well, I've never heard of that.
1: What? Never. So that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, if we can get crystal clear on what those things look like and we can share it with the team. Now we all know how to go in the same direction. You know, we get upset when someone makes a bad decision or a bad call in the business to do something or not do something or however we're leading as leaders. But if we're unclear on what success looks like or what the bigger why or bigger vision is, mm-hmm. we can't we can't make the right decisions. We're just going off what we think we should do. yeah, um, so getting clear there and then having it sh- it shared with the with the team. You know, it starts at leadership team. We want to make sure all of our leaders have the tools to roll it out to their departments um and make sure that everyone is clear on what their goals are um yeah. from there we have to be really clear on people strategy you know how are we how are we t- putting the right people in the right seats to help us accomplish our vision mm-hmm. and that means you know a clear why people having purpose you know people enjoying coming to work every day culture plays into this and um really how we're showing up um for our biggest asset I, I mean our number one asset is our people on our teams mm-hmm. so how are we making sure that we have a people strategy aligned with our vision to help us accomplish our goals
0: yeah i want to i want to just circle back and just reiterate one more time um your comment on like helping the visionary get the things out of their head like mm-hmm. this is something that i've just gone through recently myself is back to people, right? Like our people are our greatest asset. And so often I think visionaries and I'll speak for myself, <laughs> but I know I'm not alone in this. Um, we have all this in our head and we're like, well, why can't you just read my brain? Right. Like, why can't you just get inside? And then at the same time, it's like, Oh no, dear, please don't get inside. Like that's <laughs> a dangerous place. <laughs> don't go there. Um, But I know, you know, I just hired um, a fractional COO because we're not on EOS um, at the moment, but fractional COO too. Purely, like her selling point to me was, I'll just help you take everything out of your brain and communicate it better to your team, and it was like amazing. Yes, the amount of productivity that can come from just that. So for those listening, just know, like, even if that's all there is, so much can come from that. But there's so much more that somebody in this role can help make into a reality. And
1: it's, it's, I like to say that it's like your thought partner. Okay. Thought partner, because how many times are you like, you know, either going to a peer group or a spouse, or, you know, you kind of have no one to bounce things off of and then compartmentalize. You may walk away from that conversation. Like, great. I just like word dumped, brain dumped on this person, all these ideas. And then I walk away and I still don't have a plan. Like, yeah, that's what the power of a a, a good right, hand, right hand second in command integrator, whatever you want to call it. That's the power of what they'll do for you is help you then compartmentalize it and make things actionable. Yeah. Now it may be highly, I love that idea. Not right now. Can we do that next quarter? And you're like, sure, I don't care. Like, let's do it. Next yeah. quarter. Cool. Let's park it for next quarter. Is that a thing for next year? Let's put that over here. We'll save that in this bucket for next year. Yep. Or Kylie, let's really dive into that because I feel like on a level of you know, one to 10, that's like a level two of importance for me. What level of importance is it for you? Oh, it's like a two also. Let's just kind of kibosh that. Love that you brought me that idea. Let's move on. So it's somebody pull you through these conversations because visionaries always come with a level of 10 excitement. <laughs> Even if it's a level two of care.
0: Yeah. No, that's a, such a good call out because, you know, we talk about saving our time and energy and resources. And so often we get excited going down whatever path, but it's not necessarily the right path. And if you don't have the people around you to have the kind yet firm conversations of great idea. Let's talk through this. Just like you mentioned, like you can spend months, years, thousands of dollars like, you know, so being able to have a trusted resource to just bounce ideas off of and help like gut check in terms of what you really should be focused on is it's great and is, uh, you know, priceless for a visionary.
1: Well, and that's so. I mean, and 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 everyone has good intention with this, but how often have you been in a company or, or been around team members that, that just agree to everything. They acquiesce. They say yes, because it's the owner. Yeah. The owner said so, so we're going to do it. And then they're, true. They're like, holy shit, how are we going to do, you know, like, and then they hate their job and then they, this, but and they're like, this is a bad idea. And I'm mad at you and you're not listening yeah. to me. <laughs> and, and it's not the visionary's fault. It's not their fault, but there's a dynamic there that we have to understand and recognize is that. We have to make it safe that the visionary can have ideas and so can the team, but yeah. we can all come together and gut check against what's our goals and our plan as a company. And it's not just saying yes to the visionary. It's and true. That's There's... the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing about being a team member is, is feeling like you can't push back. It's scary. And then they don't, but like your integrator will and has to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean that's so true. Um I can't remember it. There was a book I read last year that talked about like something like CEO syndrome or something like that where you find yourself in a position where no one is going to challenge you. Which is not good. Like maybe to the CEO who wants to be a dictator and just have everyone take their orders, but to a healthy company like you need someone that's going to challenge someone or some ones who are going to challenge you and and not in a rude or condescending way, but in a Hey, we're all in this for the right reasons and let's like just make sure that we don't lose sight of that. So I think that's a huge point that you bring up because, yeah, I mean, the time and money that you can lose and people mm-hmm. when you go off track, for sure. Um, to all my women small business owners providing professional business services, I am thrilled to introduce the 100 Collective. The 100 Collective is a directory and membership for women just like you, designed by women just like you. Our goal is to help owners build stronger businesses and help 1 million women build more financially free and fulfilling lives by leveraging our collective network. We created the 100 Collective to make it easy to find women small business owners to work with and hold a safe and supportive environment to thrive within. Memberships start as low as $9 per month, or you can join the directory for free today at the100co.com. Okay, so Jamie, I know uh, with Catalyst, you guys, when we're talking about like fractional integrators or fractional COOs, there's a lot of different people out there. Um, Like maybe they're independent freelancers or maybe they work for an agency uh, or a business such as yours. Um, For the visionaries listening right now who are like, "Mm, I have so many ideas, tell me more about where to find them. Can you talk to us a little bit about the different models of this type of work so that whoever's listening could maybe think about what would be the best route for them to take?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, I love this topic. So there's lots of different things out there, like you said, and different ways to go about it. Where What I find is, and where, again, a lot of our clients come from is our, our referrals. It's from clients we've worked with. So, you know, that's, that's always, I think the first best step is again, if you guys, if you know someone, if you're, if you have somebody running on EOS, if you know an implementer, if, if you know someone working with a fractional integrator, you know what I mean? Like start there, like with doing some of your info gathering from them what's working, what's not working, what did they enjoy? You know, like just, I'm always like the phone, a friend of like, you know, what, what works, what's not working. Like before I go out and buy something, I'm like, oh, do you have that? And you like it? Okay. It's good. I'll get it. You know, I'm reading reviews, like, oh yeah, that kind of stuff. So like, that's where I would start. Um, but in terms of like all the different models, so you're going to have people out there that are independent fractional integrators, right? Solo, maybe they have a few clients at a time. Um, you know, maybe longer-term engagements, um, there's there's lots of them out there. You can find them on their websites, Google search, LinkedIn, uh, that kind of thing, right? There's people that kind of do it solo. Next, I would say there's people that are kind of more part of communities or groups of people that kind of have a central hub as a community, but they all operate as independent, um, you know, entities, True okay. Fractional Integrators is one of those groups, right? So they have this wonderful community that comes together and and they they learn and grow together. But then they each have their own independent practices where they're solo, outward facing. So you could go to a group like True Fractional Integrators to potentially source if 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 you like their methodologies and their ethos of nice. you know they work one full day a week. And I don't want to like misspeak to what they offer and all that, but you could talk to them. But one full day a week. And this is what the engagement looks like. You know, this is who we serve. So find out if that group might be a fit for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's other groups out there, um, like Ben Wolf's group, um, who who we're most closely aligned with, where we operate as as like a firm type structure. So um, his group, similar to Catalyst, where we have our internal community, we pour into our internal integrators you know, support them with back office services and administrative, um, you know, for example, like my team annual is actually this week and my whole group is coming from all their states to Arizona in two days and we're going to have our annual. So we have L10s and we operate EOS at Catalyst internally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all as fractional integrators work with clients, you know, we, we're virtual, so. It's looking at, you know, what's the right setup and fit for you in terms of finding somebody. It might be virtual, it might be in person. You know, I talk to people all the time that are like, oh, we're a hundred percent in person. You know, we need somebody here every day. Okay, well, now we know have a direction. Now sure. we know who we're looking for. If virtual is cool and you're doing just some mentoring and coaching, you can do an hour or two call on Zoom and don't need to be in person. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but by all means, if I needed to sit in an integrator seat two days a week for a manufacturing facility that's in another state, that's going to be really tough. Yeah. Really tough. So looking at like what what your needs are and what's important to you. And again, realizing that fractional is not forever.
0: Yeah, that's a good call too. Because I know when we had spoken previously, you had mentioned like sometimes it's just like for a project. Sometimes it's maybe for a bigger vision So yeah, it could, you know, I like that reminder.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be, um, you know, I talked to to a couple of different teams this morning that, you know, they're probably gonna fast track to where they're gonna need a full-time integrator in the next six to nine months. So right now it's like, we'll come in as the fractional, we'll help them really paint the picture of what a right fit integrator looks like, what an integrator does, we'll coach and model around this is what the seat is, so they can then craft this beautiful job description, know their ideal candidate. We can bring them in and then we can onboard them. Which is huge. It is huge. Which is huge. <laughs> who is going to onboard the integrator? The visionary is like, not me. The leadership team's like, what? I'm not going to onboard my boss. Like, I don't know what their yeah. job is. Like, so then everyone's looking around like, well, we'll do the best we can. So we commonly come in and do... Onboarding engagements for integrators to make sure that they have what they need to be up and running and successful in a way shorter amount of time than putting them on like some one year plan to get ramped up.
0: Yeah, which is you know for small business especially like you don't have a year to wait around for a second into command to get it going. Yeah. Um, that's huge. That's huge. And I I will say like I, I typically sit in the visionary seat in my roles and. Uh, It wasn't until you had said that to me a couple of weeks ago where I was like, oh, yeah, duh. Like, who else is who? How do you train the COO? How do you train that person when you have intentionally hired them so that you don't have to do that work? Right. Like, oh, yeah. Whoops. Um, (laughs) It's an oversight, you know. Um, Okay, so we know that hiring a person at this level is probably a little bit of an investment. And so I'm sure a lot of the business owners listening are like, okay, well, what can I expect a potential ROI to look like? And I know the answer is always like, well, it depends. But I'm curious as to how you might answer that. Like when working with a fractional integrator or a fractional COO, what type of ROI would you say a visionary could Maybe expect or anticipate?
1: Um, I will say it depends, but I'll say it depends (laughs) on, and I'll give more than that. So it depends on the level of involvement and the expectations that you have of what you want to accomplish. So Again, the way, the way we enter engagements with our clients is we do what we call an align call where we actually look at what are we trying to accomplish? You know, where are we at now? And then what's the in-between? What does success look like for us? So we can scope it out. And then we can from there say, that looks like I'm meeting with you for an hour this week, or I'm going to meet with your team for two hours every week, or I'll be part of your weekly meetings, or, you know, we'll take, I'll take on a rock. It's our 90-day goals. I'll take on a 90-day goal to document all of our core processes this quarter, right? Adding a seat like this is always hard. Same with any like administrative level seat because you you start looking at it like it's non-revenue generating, right? You're like, oh my gosh, it's going to cost me this, but then what am I going to get on the other side? How do I figure out the R, calculate the ROI on what this seat is and what it can do? Mm-hmm. which is definitely an exercise that I would do as the visionary by yourself or with if you have other leaders yeah. on your team. I would walk through and and try to associate potential dollar values to those things and those success metrics. You know, look at and say like, okay, what do we want our integrator to do? We want our integrator to help us dial in our meetings and make them productive and this and this and that. Okay. Well, right now if they're really not, how much money are we wasting in having repeated conversations? How much you know, cost of all of our salaries, how much this, you know, and, and put some like just back of the napkin math. Yeah, the, You know what I mean? If you really want to try to put numbers, if you're a numbers person, you want the numbers. Yeah. To it. Um, I think you can quickly see how like a fractional integrator or an integrator at all is going to more than pay for themselves, uh, pretty quickly in the efficiencies, in the up-leveling and the training and the coaching that mm-hmm. you're going to get. Um, And it's, it's tailored and focused in on you and your company. So, you know, we, we all do these amazing conferences and books and all these things, but at the end of the day, we have to tie it back to how this applies to us. Yeah. Your integrator is going to really bring that stuff full circle and tie it into how the practical use of how you're going to integrate these things into the business. So
0: I don't know if that exactly answered your question on ROI, but no. I mean, and, and I believe in the ROI. I just wanted to give you a chance to, um, you know, strut your stuff, uh, because I, I totally believe in it. And you know, I I always talk about how uh, in a perfect world we have all the time and all the money. In a really shitty world, we have no time and no money. But most of us have some time and some money. And the reality is that as visionaries, as business owners, etc., is well, anybody. Really, the only way to get more time is to buy someone else's. And when you think about like bringing in a COO or an integrator or anyone, really, if you can bring them in and they can save you an hour a week, five hours a week, what what do you bill at? Yeah. You know what do you bill? At? And no, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to bill those hours now. But it gives you the space to think. It gives you the space to build the company. It gives you the space to work on the company instead of in. And that is truly priceless. Um, so, you know, I think it's I, I think it can be a very scary step to make that investment for sure. Um, but that's one of the reasons I really love the fractional piece is that it can be a stepping stone yeah. and you don't have to go all in right away. Um and I think part of it, at least this is me talking out loud to myself, is like, you have to let go a little bit. You have to trust that the people that you're bringing in to help you build are going to do the thing that you can't do and just like, let them do their thing. So no, it's, I a, love it's
1: it. a really, really good point. And that's, that it's crucial to understand like it as the visionary, what are your unique abilities? What are the things you're really good at that really, truly no one else on the team could do? We, we. Yeah. We all get that that is visionaries because I'm going to lump into that bucket too. We all get that we can all do everything else everyone else can do, right? We can do all of the things, but not everyone can do what we do. Yes. So like you said, looking at the things that like only I can do, what are the things that I can delegate? And when you can free up that time, which exactly to your point, when you free up that time, it's probably more revenue generating activities that you can then do. Yep that are going to end up more than paying for that person's seat because they're freeing you up. It's the same concept as like hiring an assistant. Yeah. You know, if you're doing your own scheduling or you're on this or you're on that, that like you could have someone else do and you get two hours back per day with that two hours of time that you got back and you can do like have more networking calls or create new ideas or revenue generating things Mm -hmm. like You just paid for that within like a couple of weeks, probably. of just you having time to focus on that stuff. You're 100% correct.
0: Well, and I'll add one more thing onto that is like mental bandwidth. I think that's something that we not to not to be like a total tangent in this conversation, but I think that's something that we don't give enough space to or like we don't talk about enough is like, sure, yes, we could do all the things. And no, we shouldn't do all the things, but even the remembering to do any of the things Mm -hmm. still takes energy, right? So when you have the right butts in the right seats and you're able to delegate like, okay, now fractional integrator, fractional COO, these are your responsibilities now. They're no longer mine. These are yours. Like, wow, that alone just eliminates so much burden that we carry from a mental load standpoint. So anyway, right. I digress. Okay. Um so Jamie, as we as we get wrapped, as we start to wrap up here, I want to know what you are working on right now. Um, as we're recording this, it's the end of 2022. And as we are looking into the new year, like what's going on with you and Catalyst? I love this question. Uh, So we're heading into annual planning
1: this week. So like I said, my whole team is going to be out here. Um, We've got a lot of different stuff planned so that we can, you know, wrap up 2022. We we look at all of our wins and our celebrations and everything. So I just look at, you know, and center in gratitude around everything that we've accomplished this year. You know, we've gotten some cool recognitions and some cool awards. Um, Everyone on my team's getting certified in different things um our clients are thriving and just um you know really enjoying their businesses again um so many times Which is huge <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is so many times you know like I, we get on calls with these these visionaries these business owners and they're kind of like this like at the beginning of the call are like this they're like deflated and then by the end of the call you see this like this hope this like you can literally see it and feel it in the call of um you know there's there's movement here there's there's traction there's things happening that i can i can get life breathed back into my soul because i'm going to be back doing the things i love and want to do and um there's hope now mm-hmm. so i know that that's kind of like an ambiguous um summary of what's going on from 2022 but um we're doing our annual planning 2023 looking ahead like i mentioned the integrator onboarding is is a pretty big um Thing for us. We've been doing it internally with our clients for the last yeah. couple of years, but we're really going to be pushing, um, it more externally with a lot of like our recruiting and hiring partners, you know, people that, that, um, are going the full-time integrator route and need somebody to come in and really get them up to speed quicker. So that's going to be a big focus for us. Um, Paulina on our team just got working genius certified. So, Having that as a service offering where we can make sure that people are using Working Genius from Pat Lancioni um, as a tool um, for how they can best use their people and make sure that they're maximizing their potential and that they're in their working in their zone of genius. Um, so that's pretty big for us. Um, and then you can always, you know, we'll be at the EOS conference in April. So you can always yeah. see the Catalyst there rocking it out.
0: I love it. I love it. Are you burnt out? Exhausted? Stuck? Uninspired? Sounds a lot like me in 2021, but I took the time and created the space to figure out what I really wanted and then I made it a reality. That's what we're doing for other women business owners in our Defining Success Workshop Series. Take the time to really define what you want and then let's build a roadmap to make it happen. Our workshops are filled with strategic and tactical takeaways, are very action-oriented and help you create change starting immediately. RSVP today for our December 1st Defining Success for Owners workshop series in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and visit us at that's rixworkshops.com that's r i x to learn more about our 2023 upcoming quarterly workshops in Nashville, Phoenix, Chicago and Milwaukee. Okay, so a lot of big exciting things happening and um, you know, hopefully helping more and more visionaries take care of their integrator needs. Um, Jamie, you know, there's a lot of uh a lot of reasons why we go into business, right? Whether it's you fell into it or this was your calling or it was an accident or it was, I've been planning this since I was six years old, whatever it is. Um, where you are right now in this space and the work that you're doing, what impact do you want to make on the world? Or what legacy do you want to leave? Oh, this is deep.
1: This is like you get a goosebumps over here. Yeah. Um so to keep it pretty short, um, I, I speaking for me and and I know the team at Catalyst, we're extremely passionate about helping. Visionaries, entrepreneurs, business owners get the most out of their their business to live their ideal lives. So, that's our big our big push, our big vision is how do we help ensure that when they get to the end, or they get to a, a milestone, or year two or three or ten or whatever, and they look back, they're happy with their results. They're living the life that they want. If they want a self managing company, if they don't want to be in all the seats you know, that, that they get to the other side and they've been so intentional on this journey that, that they're living, that they can say, check mark, hell yes, along the way I'm living my ideal life. And I know what that looks like. Um, and we're helping kind of facilitate and coach getting that, that out of our, our teams and our visionaries, you know, we've got teams that have got it down to the next layer too, where they're helping ensure that they're living their ideal EOS lives. Um, so that's, that's huge for us. On the backside of that, my, my passion and how I've grown Catalyst is helping full-time integrators make a smooth and easy transition to fractional. Okay. That's my, that's my jam right there. Um, I kicked that off with Paulina. We kind of fell into that again. Like you said, you fall into mm-hmm. it Kind of fell into it. I was mentoring and coaching her through the female integrator mastermind group. And, um, you know, she just was ready for that next step in her career. She had been a COO. She'd been in the integrator seat. She was ready for the next step in her career. But hey, integrators are pretty risk averse, right? (laughs) Like we're pretty much like, I've I've got a crazy visionary who has all the awesome ideas, but like I can just take those and like make stuff happen. But oh my gosh, being solo, being by myself, doing business development, having to sell, having to do invoicing and run a company and be an integrator, it's a lot to unpack. And it's it's scary. So realizing that it took me two years to figure out like my transition and my plan and like getting the groove and figuring out all this. that I'm like, man, there's these amazing integrators who want to maximize their impact. You know, Paulina's over here like, man, I could five or 10x my level of who I can help my level of impact if i can work with more people at one time i can serve more i can i can get this out there rather than being full time in one organization and so that's a driving factor you know and then i can bridge that gap right i can say hey i'm going to help smooth this transition for you kind of shepherd show you the way do these things bring you the right fit clients that need your help and kind of get you guys together mm-hmm. and then now we're just maximizing the impact so looking to bring on, you know, right fit integrators that are full-time that want to transition to fractional, um, really is kind of like the big mission, um, that I
0: have. And what's important about helping them with that transition for you personally? Like, What is it that gets you so excited about that?
1: I think it's, it's realizing that a lot of times we get to a place where we're not really living our ideal lives and we're not really sure why. Like you reach a place in your career where you're like, oh my God, I built this company. It's grown. I don't, I mean, everything's running, it's going well, you know, and then you have this, I I would assume, and I don't have children, but I would assume it's like when you become like empty nester, you know, it's like, I poured into all of this and this other human and did all this and then they're gone. And then it's like, now what do I do with my hands? Like, you know, what do I, that's what I would imagine it to be. So if I'm totally wrong, somebody can (laughs) be like you're full of shit my kids are gone and i'm like celebrating so yeah, well you know, you know
0: for some people
1: uh but that's the thing is like just figuring out like what's the next step in the career and i think that's where it gets scary is when you're you have that moment as an integrator of like this is as high as i can go or this is as big a, of an impact as i can make or what's next for me there's growth opportunity there if you like With that some integrators want to start back over and they're like you know what i love that like in the weeds grow a startup. I want to start all the way back over and get in there. Some people are like, Hey, I want to go more advisory. There's a whole integrated continuum and spectrum of like where you're at in your career and what you want. So I think it's important to recognize, you know, what, what your ideal life looks like for you and know if you're living it or not. Cause I wasn't living mine when I was full time. I got to a point I had been like, you know, so many years in and I was just realizing like, I'm not ticking the boxes on like you know, doing what I love with people I love and all these things and and how can fractional fill that that cup for me? And um I think that's it's having that realization. I don't
0: yeah. know if I kind of went no, no. No, I get it. I think so often, you know, we do we run businesses doing what we know. And then I think we also evolve them to um address the things that we've learned that we liked and, and were good for us and try to push them into the world and help other people. And I think that's a common theme I've heard from so many entrepreneurs. It's like, I figured out how to overcome this thing and now I want to help other people overcome the thing. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Um, so on that note, my last question for you is what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship?
1: My gosh, that's a big one. Just got to pick one, huh?
0: Your biggest one that pops out between the two of those things, life and entrepreneurship.
1: So I'll go with my recent one. The realization I've had recently was that in the past, I would have these massive fluctuations of emotions where I'd get extremely upset if um, something didn't go right or something popped up. There was an issue. There was something happening. an issue with a team member, an issue with a vendor, an issue with a client, you know, and you have this roller coaster of like, oh, like I thought everything was good. And then this thing happens, you know, and you're just constantly spiking in terms of, of, you know, being upset. I'll say that's, again, this has been my journey. So I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm constantly in this place. But what I realized is if I just understand that the only thing that I can count on is things popping up and change and stuff's going to happen. Like literally I just adopted like shit happens, like move on. Mhm. I've been able to sleep better at night, not get stressed out. My uh, my stress levels are, are way way down um of just realizing like hey, everything happens. It happens for a reason and everything is figure outable.
0: Yep. Is that Marie Forleo? Everything is figure outable?
1: I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Some, some brilliant person has said that I'm sure it's on
1: t-shirts. <laughs> Everything is figure outable. and just taking that d- little simple dose of like, and it doesn't mean you have to be completely like, ah, I don't fucking care, but it's like, okay. we'll uh, it out. Yeah. We'll figure it, you know, I can figure this out and, and it's some stuff may suck really hard. Some, some stuff may be easier. Um, you know figuring out like your right people to go to to get the help that you need and know your resources but i think that's been a big aha for me just this year is like again i was going getting really stressed out and upset if like any little thing happened this happened this happened this didn't go right just you know you've got to flow with it or it's going to eat you and stress and and you know you've got to be healthy you have to be able to show up to be able to keep leading mm-hmm. And if you let these things get in and get under you and affect your health, um, then you're not showing up the best way that you can every day. And you've got to be, be strong and and be there to figure it out and, and know that you can, you have to know that you can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I love it. Um, all right, Jamie. Well, thank you so much, uh, for all of our listeners who are interested in getting in touch with you. What's the best way to do that?
1: So, um, I would you can email me directly, uh, Jamie Munoz at catalystintegrators.com. I would love to hear from you. Uh, you can go through our website as well if you want to look at more info on there. Uh, chat me up on LinkedIn if you want. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much the, the main
0: routes. I love it. Um, and for everybody listening, if you've enjoyed today's conversation, please go ahead and leave a review wherever uh, you are listening. Um, and, uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your words of wisdom. I so appreciate you being on the, on the show.
1: Thanks, Kylie. I appreciate you.
0: To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the welcome to Eloma email list at welcome to Eloma.com.